Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are rebounding from the worst sell-off of the year. Just over an hour to go before the closing bell, we have got the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all rallying on this Thursday. S&P up 15 now at 23.72, up 7 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 53, a gain of 9 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 121 points, up six tenths of one percent. The tenure down two thirty seconds. The yield there two point two three percent. Gold is lower by ten ninety the ounce to twelve forty seven, down nine tenths of one percent. And West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil higher by twenty cents the barrel to forty nine twenty six right now on WTI. That is a gain of four tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Much appreciated, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. It is 11:48 in the Bay Area and 2:48 on Wall Street. The following is from Bloomberg View. Opinions and commentary from Bloomberg columnists. I'm Jonathan Bernstein, a columnist for Bloomberg View. Donald Trump has demonstrated he is not fit for the office he holds, but it would be a grave mistake to use the mechanism of the 25th Amendment to get rid of him. The 25th Amendment allows a majority of the cabinet to remove the president upon certifying that he or she cannot perform the duties of the office. If the president contests that, Congress could vote with a two-thirds standard to keep him removed. I'll put aside the untried and unexplored nature of the provision. The main reason not to use it is that Trump threatens democracy by undermining the norms of the rule of law. Therefore, efforts to remove him should be especially careful to abide by those norms. The 25th Amendment is for use if the president is incapacitated, not, to be blunt, if people think the president is stupid. Sorry, Congress, if you believe Trump needs to go, you're going to have to do it yourselves, at least if the goal is to protect democracy in the United States. I'm Jonathan Bernstein. For more view, please go to BloombergView.com or View Go on the Bloomberg Terminal. This has been Bloomberg View. And Bloomberg View commentaries can be heard every weekday at this time, also at 5.48 a.m., 8.48 a.m., and 11.48 a.m. Wall Street time right here on Bloomberg Radio. You are listening to Bloomberg. This is the land of milk and honey. This is the land of sun and song. And this is a world of talk a little bit about uh, the land of Israel because it is the focus of a new ETF by our next guest. Uh, and they've been adding overall to their ETF lineup, and that includes a new one that will focus on innovative technology in Israel. Back with us is Kathy Wood. She is CEO, Chief Investment Officer at ARK Investment Management. Uh, and they really are looking at innovative technologies, investing in companies, setting up investment vehicles to uh, really ride the innovative wave. Um, nice to have you back. Oh, thank you, Carol. Happy to be here. You know, for those who maybe missed one of your appearances here on Bloomberg Radio, how do you divide, define innovation and you know, innovative trends. Yes. So we're very focused on what we call innovation platforms. Uh, in Silicon Valley, they might call them general purpose technology platforms. And so these are driving down cost curves, creating enormous unit growth, productivity gains, new products and services. So there are five right now uh, that are evolving at the same time. Uh, the genome sequencing, mm-hmm. robotics and automation, energy storage, so battery technology, think Tesla, uh, next generation internet, Artificial intelligence, Google this week basically ringing that bell, and right. NVIDIA last week. 
and then blockchain technology. So those five platforms are evolving and are are really going to disrupt the existing world order. Right. I feel like, uh, you know, pick your hour, pick your minute, you know, and one of those invades our conversation. Kathy, though, you are looking at what's going on in Israel. It's not a new story, right? We've talked about um, the ideas, the entrepreneurs, the technology that comes out of Israel we have for years, yet you guys are, are getting ready to launch an ETF later on this year. Yes, we are. Um, we believe that there has been an inefficient allocation of capital to Israeli innovation. And the reason for that, one of the reasons is, in 2010, Israel moved from an emerging market, the Emerging Market Index, Mm -hmm. where it was 2.7% of the Morgan Stanley Emerging Market Index, to the Developed World Index, where it's 0.2%. It went from a $312 billion market cap in in today's terms down to 80. And indexes just shifted wholesale following uh, Morgan Stanley. Um, We think that was wrong. You've actually seen since that time um, a 53% increase in the Israeli indexes, roughly, uh, versus a 200% increase for the NASDAQ. That shouldn't be. Certainly not from an innovation point of view. Israel is one of the most innovative countries in the world. So you've got a new ETF that's going to, you know, provide kind of an opportunity for investors to tap into it and what you think and what you believe is kind of an underrepresentation in the marketplace at this point. Yes. We, um, tentatively, we're going to launch it right after Yom Kippur. So early October, um, we think we understand that's a very good time uh, to launch something like this. And um, it will uh, include all of those platforms, technology companies touching the platforms that I just mentioned. And they are, there are all kinds of companies touching those platforms. Um, so, so it's going to be a truly innovative uh, index, and, and we think it will help to close some of the massive inefficiency that we think is in place now. I asked you before we got going, so I'm assuming you guys have done back testing to some extent on this anticipated index uh, for the CTF that you're going to launch later on this year. Um, back testing isn't always a sure thing because no, right, right. nothing's ever the same. Um, but what have you found in that back testing? Yes, so we, um, since October 1st of 2015, put in place an index using our scoring system, our research, uh, our innovation platforms or these innovation platforms, it is up, again, this is an independent entity uh, measuring this, uh, 34.5% since that time, and the Morgan Stanley Israel Index is down 12%. Now, the reason for that is that index uh, at the time, I believe, uh, was uh, had Teva as a 24% position. Yeah. Teva's been cut in half. So uh, that's a problem, and it had... A lot of financials and, and energy, or, and certainly more than we do. We, we have fintech, to be sure, but not traditional financials and certainly not traditional energy. Talk to us a little bit about, you've been on the ground, I'm assuming, in Israel, checking out companies and so on and so forth. Well, I'm, I'm going, uh, the Sunday, uh, a Sunday from this one. So soon. Soon. <laughs> Very soon. What are you looking for? What do you want to see, though? Because, um, you, you guys could create Many different ETFs, right, that tap into kind of this innovative wave that we're seeing globally. Um, Obviously, there's a market opportunity by moving it from one index to another. Um, But what is it in particular beyond that? Well, it's very interesting. We've already seen what we need to see because of what we do. 
a lot of companies from Israel come through our doors in New York. They know we have an appetite for innovation. So we've met a lot of companies in very, very early stages. Um, we've gotten to know uh, Stratasys, the 3D mm-hmm, printing mm-hmm. company. Well, Object, uh, object Printing was an Israeli company. They took over, and effectively, Objects Management then took over strat- the operations of Stratasys. We think now they're on their way. So there's a really tight network of people in uh, Israel. We've gotten to know CompuGen very well. Mm-hmm. It's an in-silico drug discovery firm, uh, and EvoGene, Marty Gerstel. Uh, so, you know, it's a very tight network there in, in, in terms of innovation. And, you know, the stems from the defense technology space. And speaking of innovation, you guys have an event coming up, or there is an event coming yes. up Monday that, Monday that you're going to be at. Yes, uh, it's um, being put on by Hebrew University. It's called Nexus. We're very excited about it. This is purely about innovation in Israel. I'm going to be on a panel focused on energy and the environment. So our take on that, or our, our belief is that mobility as a service, autonomous taxi networks, are going to turn this world upside down as it relates to but energy how, and the environment. But how long? i got about 20 seconds. Yes. It's still going to take yes. a while. Uh, uh, Tesla believes that it will have its first level five car, I believe, in 2019. So this is happening much faster, and I think someone uh, else has announced one around the same time. So there's but is the there's infra- a race on. Do you think the infrastructure is ready for it? I think that uh, the National Transportation Safety Association thinks that this is going to save lives, and so they're pushing this through. Uh, it's interesting stuff. Um, good luck with everything. And then Thank come back you. just after you've been uh, on your trip. Kathy Wood, Chief Executive Officer, Chief Investment Officer at ARK Investment Management, joining us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. This is Bloomberg.